Once again, Mr. Vice President, a thrill and an honor to have you with us, sir. Well, good afternoon, Raj. All right. Um, first thing, we just had a call. leads me into my first question for you about the economy. Caller was frustrated that the uh, party uh, at large doesn't seem to be getting the news out about how good the economy is. And indeed, the economic statistics are fabulous. Uh, unemployment, middle-class wage growth, uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average flirting with uh, 12000 Yet uh, we're told that people don't feel uh, this economy is good. Why do you think that is if it's true? And how, how do you all plan to use the economy in the next three weeks of the campaign? Well, I think, first of all, you're absolutely right, Rush. The economy is very good. I've been uh, involved in a lot of campaigns going back nearly 40 years, and I'm hard put to find a time when things were as good as they are now uh, for the, the party uh, from uh, from our perspective. Um, and you've cited all the data. We've got uh, over 6.6 million jobs we've added in a little over three years now. Uh, we uh, uh, Homeownership's at an all-time record high. Stock market's at a high. You know, everything's really kicking along in great shape. By the deficit it's hard was to, de- hard de- sometimes to drive that point through to the public. Uh, but uh, uh, and I think a lot of the press coverage, uh, you know, focuses on specific problems. Gasoline prices go up, and everybody gets upset and takes that as sort of a lead indicator for the economy. But now gasoline prices are coming down. Um, natural gas prices are coming down. Heating bills are going to be lower this winter. So I think uh, it just takes time for it to sink in. Well, the uh, it's interesting. The uh, gas price run up was was hailed as a. Um uh, failure of the Bush administration's economic policy. Now that gas prices are coming down, the focus seems to be on what is it you all are doing to manipulate the market uh, before the election. Also, you, I wanted to mention to you that the deficit's been cut in half three years early. Uh, it right. is. It, it really. It really is stunning news. But it's a. It's a large uh, uh, drive-by media megaphone to uh, to overcome. Is there. Is there a. Is there a coordinated effort uh, within uh, all these candidates that are running for re-election to stress the economy? Well, we're trying. I've, I've got two major subjects I address when I'm out on the road. One is to talk about tax policy and what that's done for our economy, and the other is to focus on the global war on terror. President, uh, you know, last week when we had the good news on the deficit as we closed out the fiscal year was uh, out uh, publicly. Uh, talking specifically about that point, trying to take advantage of the opportunity to, to uh, get the idea across to everybody that we did hit our target uh, three years early in terms of uh, deficit reduction. But again, that was primarily as a result of our tax policy and the fact that we've supported uh, pro-growth policies and it has generated more economic activity and more jobs and ultimately more revenue for the federal government. When you're out there, are you encountering uh, uh any apathy? Are you encountering uh, engaged excitement? Are you, what's the mood you're running in? I know you're speaking to mostly Republican audience. How do you assess them? Sure. Well, I did yesterday, for example, I was down in Louisville, Kentucky for Congressman Jeff Davis, who's a great member, by the way, I think, get reelected. I also stopped at Fort Campbell and, and uh, to thank uh, members of the 101st Airborne for all their good work they've been doing in the Middle East. But the mood uh, that I find in terms of the people I'm talking with is very positive. Now, of course, I'm probably not going to see a lot of uh, Democrats coming to a Republican fundraiser, so I don't want to misread the situation. But I think uh, I find a far more positive attitude out there than one would be led to believe just by reading the national press. Do you get frustrated when you see uh, Republicans speculating on how many House seats they're going to lose? Well, I think it's a natural, normal uh, situation at this stage, but I really think uh, we're going to do uh, reasonably well. 
and uh, I think we'll hold the Senate, and I also think we got a good shot at holding the House. And I've done 114 campaigns so far this cycle. I've been all over the country, um, seen all kinds of candidates in all kinds of races. But I think uh, the key will be, you know, who goes to the polls on Election Day. And uh, certainly it's always tough uh, when you're in the midterm of, of your second uh, presidential term in office historically. Those are the most difficult elections for the incumbents in the White House. But I think uh, the basic fundamental facts in terms of national security, in terms of five years of uh, of uh, defeating the terrorists and their efforts to try to launch another attack against the United States. I think the overall health of the economy, I think the progress we're making in, in all those areas uh, all argues that, in fact, uh, when the American people have to make a choice between us and the Democrats, I think they'll come down on the side of supporting the president and Republican candidates. Uh, the the war, Iraq, national security, war on terror, it's, it's all combined into one uh, issue now as far as the election is concerned. And when you uh, but I saw the president last night say that uh, acknowledges that there's some frustration on the part of the American people regarding Iraq because we all want to win and uh, it's uh, we can't declare victory yet. Um, the president signed the uh, Military Detainee Act today, the uh, Tribunal Act, uh, and it, it's clear uh, to me anyway that you and the White House are not changing policy on this at all, that the uh, operating uh, policy here is victory. Uh, is is the um, is the perception that victory is possible strong enough? Is it is is that is that possibility being laid out in strong enough terms to the American people that they think it's possible? Or are they beginning to doubt that it can happen? Well, I think there's some natural uh, level of concern out there because, in fact, you know, it wasn't over instantaneously. It's been uh, a little over three years now since we went into Iraq, so I don't think it's surprising that uh, people are concerned. On the other hand. This government's only been in office about five months, five or six months now. Um, They're off to a good start. Uh, It is difficult, no question about it, but we've now got over 300,000 Iraqis trained and equipped as part of their security forces. Uh, They've had three national elections with higher turnout uh, than we have here in the United States. Uh, If you look at um, the general overall situation, um, they're doing remarkably well. It's still very, very difficult, very tough. Nobody should underestimate the extent to which we're engaged there with this as sort of, at present, the major front in the war on terror. That's what Osama bin Laden says. And he's right. Uh, it's very important that we prevail there. But it, we're engaged on a on really on a global basis. We're very active in Afghanistan. We've got uh, continuing activities in Pakistan. We've captured and killed more al-Qaeda in Pakistan probably than any place else. We're active working with uh, the Saudis and many others in that part of the world. So it's... Uh, a major conflict. It's going to run for a long time, uh, and everybody needs to understand that. And the campaign I look on as an opportunity to remind everybody what's at stake here. And uh, in this particular instance, it's especially important to point out to people that the terrorists can't beat us in a stand-up fight. They can only win if we lose our will. And they're betting we will. They're betting we don't have the stomach for the fight, and I don't think that's true. And I think faced with that basic fundamental choice, I think the American people understand that uh, it's having gone on offense, having gotten aggressive, going after the terrorists, closing those training camps in Afghanistan, and working uh, to take down the regimes like Saddam Hussein and to stand up democracies in their place, as well as tough measures here at home. is what's kept us safe for five years, and it's the reason why there hasn't been another attack like 9-11 on the U.S. Well, I've, there's no question the American people respond to leadership uh, uh, in, uh, in times like this. Uh, and it's... 
Let me let me put it to you this way. I I um, uh, was reading something today. A, a writer, I don't remember who, was speculating on uh, increased uh, terrorist attacks in Iraq, attempting to demoralize the American people as we get up to the election. And when I read that, that it made sense to me, and I interpreted this as that the terrorists are actually uh, involved and want to involve themselves in our electoral process, which must mean they want to change. Now, I know you can't comment politically on on, uh, the, the point that I make, but do you expect... Uh, and is there preparation for it? One of the things I read was that there's uh, uh, been noted plots to actually try to blow up the green zone. We, one was uh, uh, aborted and discovered uh, recently, uh, but some major attacks being planned for right up until the election, uh, which could be devastating if they happen in terms of the American people's morale. Sure. Well, I think there's no question about what this is a a sophisticated crew who understand the impact on public opinion. And, and as I say, I think well, they, they say as much that what they're banking on, uh, they hark back to Somalia in 93 or Beirut in 1983 when after Americans were killed, uh, our response was to withdraw our forces. So I think they're very sensitive to that kind of thing. And as I say, they clearly don't have the military capability to defeat us, but uh, they believe they can break our will. And so you look at something like... Um, our elections here, and I think they're probably, uh, I don't have any proof, uh, but I think they're probably uh, very sensitive to that. We saw what they did in Spain a few years ago, remember? Right. Asnar had supported us uh, very aggressively, and shortly before the uh, elections in Spain, uh, they launched uh, an attack uh, on uh, trains that set off several bombs and killed a bunch of people shortly before the election, and uh, they probably did have that impact. There was a story in the Washington Post yesterday or earlier in the week that uh, was they were the reporter was amazed that the president and Karl Rove remain, quote, inexplicably upbeat, unquote, about the uh, outcome of the elections. And there is no plan for if uh, Republicans lose the House and or the Senate. Can you tell us why the upbeat attitude in the White House? Well, because, uh, you know, we're out there working uh, hard uh, in connection with this campaign because I think we feel like we've got some great candidates. Um, I've got great confidence in Carl and Ken Melman up at the RNC. These are two of the best in the business in terms of understanding this process. And um, I think our candidates are well-financed. We're doing everything uh, humanly possible to uh, uh, succeed in this uh, election. And, um, of course, we track polls, uh, as everybody else does, too. But I think uh, it's easy to sit in Washington and sort of absorb the, the vibes coming from the national media. Uh, but uh, that doesn't uh, represent uh, necessarily what's going on out there around the country. And when you get out on the ground talking with real people about real problems, their hopes and desires for their families and for the nation, uh, as well as uh, their appreciation for what uh, we've been able to accomplish over the last six years. And, One final uh, you get a very sorry. positive feeling. One final question. You guys are fighting so hard to uh, uh, defeat the terrorists in and around this country and around the world. Do you have any reaction to the lenient sentence that Lynn Stewart received yesterday in New York? Well, I was uh, I was surprised. I, of course, it's not for me to uh, substitute my judgment for a judge, but um, I think, of course, the prosecution had asked for a much stiffer sentence, and uh, this was somebody who has been supposedly uh, uh, convicted or pled guilty to uh, being a key uh, intermediary for uh, a major terrorist. Uh, uh, and, um, you know, that's, that's significant. I think we need to make certain that when we find somebody who is 
indeed uh, in bed with the terrorists that uh, they uh, are appropriately brought to justice. Mr. Vice President, thanks very much for your time. I uh, I know you gave us a couple minutes extra than you had on your schedule. I appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to the next time. Best to you. Well, Rush, you've got a great show as always, and uh, it was good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Vice President Dick Cheney.